You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. A star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. Hello, everyone. I'm starting this episode by letting you know this room I'm in. So I usually don't record in this room because it's a mess. But I was late because I was at the diner and I thought we were recording at 3.30, but we were recording at 3. So now I'm in, this is was the kids' room. It's now the, oh my God, I have to fucking pack and go away room slash Peloton room. You know, there's a lot going on in this room. It's not a room I share. But today, because we have the one and only Jared Freed on, I'm feeling free. I'm feeling free with Jared Freed. Welcome, Jared. Thank you for having me. It's so good to be here. Oh my God, Jared, I love you. Okay, so... I'm sure you've never listened to my podcast because all you do is create content. So um, I never stop. I do a deep dive, but you, it's very hard to do a deep dive with you. I don't know. There's not a lot of growing up information about you. You know everything about me without ever having really talked to me about it. I know. Well, I know you know the deal. I know the deal. First of all, can we, let's just talk, start with, the stupid spelling of your last name. It should be F R I E D, but it's F R E D. That's fried. It's like an aunt aunt situation. I'm sure my family's, we're not very smart, you know, like book smart. So, like, I'm right. sure we screwed that up at some point. Like, we were because very. Because it's I before E except after C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Listen, I love the bell. I'm like such a huge fan <laughs> of the bell element of this show. It makes sense. It's perfect. It's all it's an Jewy. exclamation point. Anything it's very that's Jewy. Jewy. Okay. Like I feel like I'm at a deli. Number nine. Yes. You know, <laughs> so I, but my family is like, you know, we're like salesman Jews. Like we're not yeah, smart. I know. I know. You know? I, yeah. You're definite, but you're, you're like street savvy Jews. Yes. We're not Dr. <laughs> Jew. There's Dr. Jew. There's social worker Jew. And then there's like, uh, you know, Street, you know, salesy Jew. And okay, this is what I'm gonna let's break down the Jews. Okay, we have we have the doctor, lawyer, Jew, smarty Jew. Yeah, then and then there's also this is the other kind of Jew that I find annoying. Okay, the I'm (laughs) all annoying, right? (laughs) I'm a doctor, but I'm also a concert pianist. Like, I fucking hate those people, (laughs) I do it all. Right. I'm not going to make you feel and bad. It's not even like I it's like I could have been a, you know, but I'm also a doctor. I'm a doctor, concert pianist, yes, and statistician. Okay. Then there's the you know, social worker, communisty, you know, tikkun olam, but to the nth degree of yes. 
Uh, okay, so there's that bleeding heart. Like so, so liberal it hurts, Jew. Right, and just, yeah, like, yeah and just like right, annoying. Of, like a lot of knit hats, you know, scarvy, that kind of look. Right, like uh, like a little frumpy. We're yes. gonna get in so much trouble, but I don't care. <laughs> okay. Uh, then you also have the really ultra religious, obsessive compulsive, you know, like everything is about the community. What do you mean? He, he had a piece of ham. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my God. Did you hear everyone? Uh, yeah, you know, like, and all, in everyone's business. And, That's Jew Jew. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Jewy Jew. They sell, they own a Judaica shop yeah. or they just yeah, study yeah. Jew shit and it's all about being a Jew. Sure. Okay. Then there's the sort of blue collary Jew who is, owns a deli or yeah. like, like I know a Jew whose father was a truck driver, you know, like just like. Sure. The, you know what I mean? J, the, JCC Jew. You, you see them at the JCC a lot. Well, you know? also, <laughs> also, yeah, because they're not in the country clubs. But they're no, they're also, playing basketball at the right, J. But they're also <laughs> like they have a trade. You know what I yes. mean? They have a there's you know electrician or like jeweler or you know technical school Jew. Right. Yeah. But yeah. best the best one at it. You know because they yes. have the Jew in them, so it's it's one step up from the tech. All right. Yeah, they're meticulous. Uh, you know, and then there are the really street savvy business Jews, right? That's real where estate. I am. Yeah. yeah, you're in the real estate. The the um, emotionally intelligent know how to like know where to push people's or how to push people's buttons to get what you want. Like it's really, a, it's a business you didn't know even existed before. Right. Like, you know, we make the zippers that go on the right, jeans. Right, right, right. You know, <laughs> we like I the, invented, I don't know, the <laughs> cup that keeps the fucking coffee hot for, you know, four days, you know? <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm the one that created the strip on the credit card. You know, like right, you always right, hear right. about that person. I get a dime every time you right. swipe your credit card and you're like, and Oh now, my God. Now there's yeah. Apple pay. You fucking son of a bitch. You're out. Okay. So <laughs> you, uh, you grew up in Needham, Massachusetts. Needham. Which is a suburb of the Boston. It's true. How far away is it from Boston? It's not that far. It's like 20 minutes. And did it's, you go to Boston a lot when you were growing up? No, so Boston's like, very town, town heavy. Like you're, you're in the town. Like I grew up in New Jersey, mm-hmm. but my mother grew up in Manhattan. So we yeah. used to come to the city a lot, but there were people where I lived, which was like 26, 27 miles away from New York city. Yeah. Who were like, I don't go to the city. I would never that's, go to the city. Yeah. That's more like Boston people generally. Right. You know, like the connection between New York City and the outer suburbs is way more connected than growing up in outside of Boston. Like, you know, even I went to Needham High, like it's right. very idyllic, very like, uh, you know, it's very Suburban. leave it to beaver, you know, right. like and you're trapped in this town. Like, the, you know, there was a train station that went out to the city. But I, I have no relation to that. Like, you know, when you go out, you know, everything was in a you know, every party in high school was in a basement. You know, right. Like, or you know, it's so field. funny because did you go to sleep boy camp? Of course. Okay. Part of the Jewish religion. Yeah. My sons 
Henry and Ben, went to sleepaway camp. And it was so funny because over the winter time, you know, during Christmas break or holiday break, whatever, sure. the, the their camp friends would be like, oh, come down to Cherry Hill and, you know, spend the weekend and we could all hang because they all lived in the same area. And my sons would go down, especially Ben, and he would go down there and grew up in Manhattan on the Upper West Side. And he mm. would be like, mommy, all they do is sit in the basement and play video games and then go that's, to another person's house and do the same thing. That's, like he was floored. Yeah, that's all that we did. Was, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I, like, you know, your kids grew up with like, yeah, get a taxi. Like you had oh, access. Subway, bus, go yeah. to the museum, go to Central Park, go to Riverside Park, go play a pickup game of it, you know, whatever. Going to a movie growing up was like, like you were planning a trip to Hawaii. Right. Like that was the hardest. There was no movie theater in my town. You'd have to get to Dedham. And who's right. going to drive you? Who's going to pick you up? Who's going? How are you going to, you know, it was such a, like the, the idea that like your kids never had that, like, right. oh, you're going to the movie. We're going to the movie. Like that, that doesn't exist. Didn't right. exist for me. Right. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, a parent would drop them off and then a parent would like walk down the street and pick them up, you know, whatever, depending yeah. on how old they were. But yeah, I, you know, it's so funny the way you grew up because I kind of grew up that way, but many years prior. And it really is this sort of little, it's like your world is so small. Totally. It's like a bubble and you don't, you think you're the only one in the world having these experiences. Right, like, right. It's like kind of the bad part about the internet is realizing how alike you are to everyone else. Right, that it's you're like not the special. depressing part. You're yes. not special. They're doing this. And then I remember meeting, like I went on a teen tour when I was 16. You did? And you went on which one? Course. The Breath or the... Uh... No, I did like the, the non-Jewish one. The like musicer. What? Like, is that the one I went on like a West Coast? My dad was like obsessed with his team tour growing up. He went on right. one too. So like he was like, oh, you got to you got to do it. So I remember going on it I, and everyone on the tour was from Long Island. I'd never even heard right. of Long Island before. I didn't even know what that was. Like I I felt like an idiot. I was like, what's that? And then I, you then you meet these people. You're like, oh, you're another breed of human being. Like, right. Yeah. You know, like I was like, oh, this is a different type of right, Jew person. to me right. as, as we're going through the phylums. And then you realize like, oh, you went to camp. And then like you talk about sleepaway camp. Then you say they go, yeah, we went to sleepaway camp in Pennsylvania. You go, right. Wait a minute. There, there's camps in Pennsylvania. Like my world was just that they only existed in Maine. Right. Right. You know, like, but there was like this other alternate universe Jew having the same life as right. me, but same different, exact. like a bizarro right. life, you know, even and on the West coast, it's the same even the shit. West coast, Michigan, they go up to Wisconsin right. for camp where they go to the upper peninsula. Like if you're a Jew from there, you go. And it's just so weird how alike it is. And it's like, like I said to you at the beginning, like, you know, everything about my life without ever asking me a question, right? because you know, like, it, it, like when I met you and Jessica Carson, like, you know, at comedy clubs, I go, I know these people. Like right, even right. like I'd see you on stage and I'd be like, ah, that's, I know everything. I know, I know right. the family. I know the whole thing. I like, always I, say like, it's so hard to, I mean, I, I have children and it's hard to explain to them, you know, we're different. We're not, we are different. Like, and I, I remember 
when my father died, I, he died when I was uh, 27 and I was on the road. I would go on the road and I would say mourners. I would go every week and find a synagogue wherever I was mm. to say, you know, mourners Scottish Jew. And, <laughs> and I would walk in. I mean, here I am, like I'm uh, doing like two shows Friday, three shows Saturday. And then in Saturday morning, I'm finding like I'm putting on a skirt. Sure. And, you know? <laughs> And I, I would sit around and they would all, you know, because it's all these small, if you find a synagogue in a smaller town, it's like, they're all like, who's that? Who's uh, someone sitting? Well, you know? Who's walking in? Yeah. yeah. You, this is, you're a new, you're right. a new character yeah. in the sitcom. Oh, you're doing an arc. Was that. <laughs> and so, but it was interesting because I would sit there and go, I know what's in every one of these people's refrigerators. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I can go a, to their yeah. house and they have the exact- sugar-free crystal light. They're, they're, <laughs> the there's yeah, cream I, cheese there's sure. a jar of herring uh-huh, you know uh-huh. and it's so hard to explain to your kids and you know ben tried out for the maccabee games uh-huh. you know the israeli olympics which he will be do- doing uh, in uh, Love 2022 <laughs> congratulations and, um, thank you and he was with one of his friends jake and J- jake um, went to boarding school. Ben went to boarding school for a couple years, but Jake went four years. And um, he's from Long Island. But he was like, it's so weird. Everyone gets my jokes and everyone is sarcastic and everyone's thinking the same thing. And his father was like, see, Jake, I told you. You know, and it's like. <laughs> I can imagine that dad. I know Jake's yeah. dad. J- Come yeah. on, Jake. This is yeah. what I've been trying to tell you, you know. And. Uh, it's so hard to explain to people because you don't want to sound, you know, you don't want to sound like, you know, like when people are like, oh, you're the chosen, blah, blah. but you don't want to sound like, yeah, but we are different. It's and- a vibe. It's um, I got approached today. I'm not trying to plug them, but there's there's a new dating app that's being created where they're trying, they're skirting around this issue that we're talking about right now. So they're trying to call, they're trying to do a J date situation. They call it, I'll, I'll say the name of the, the app is called locks club and locks club is they're trying to be Raya for Jews. So they're trying right. to say you can apply to be on locks club and we want a upper echelon person. And the, and you roll your eyes because I roll my eyes at it too. I go, I know what you're doing. They right. they can't. I go, you want someone from Newton, Needham, Five right. Towns, Westchester, Cherry right. Hill, you, uh, Boca, you want, you Short want Hills. Yeah. Short Hills. And, and I go, you are doing a, an app for rich Jews. Right. I go, but you can't say that because in this world, how bad does that sound? And I said, that's your biggest issue is you can't even market it the way that you need to market it right. because you want people who went to summer camp, people who, who know these things, right. know but the it's, joke. It's, right. It's, it's the, it's the, the group of Jews we were talking about that aren't the social workery that are, you know, I, and it's I, offensive. It's somewhat offensive. And I, and I said to them, I go, you got to make fun of that. But I, because I roll my eyes at your app because who the hell is deciding who gets on this thing and not like, right. At, at least with Raya, that's considered the famous Tinder. You have to have a following. So, and they have the can, Ivy league one too, right? The, 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 the league. So like that makes sense. You can 
kind of, it's an, I said to the, because they were asking me about it because I talk about dating all the time. I was like, you have an icky problem. I go, there are people who do want to meet those people, but they don't want to have to say it. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, like, they can't right. put words on it that aren't icky and a little and bit douchey. Right. And sometimes you meet people who one's from one socioeconomic background and the others, and they click. They click. Yeah, it happens. It happens. That's not to say it doesn't. But there's right. people actively looking for right. certain things. And it doesn't have to do with money, but it does. You know, right, you can't right. it's exactly ignore right. it. Yeah. So it's very interesting. Hey, everyone. Did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever, forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but Fast Growing Trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces. But I live in an apartment, and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew, the space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. You need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code Judy Gold, J U D Y G O L D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code Judy Gold at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code Judy Gold. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. You have a brother. Younger brother. What's his name? Harry. Oh, I love that. Who's he named after? uh, My mom's (laughs) grandfather. What was his name? Harry. It was? Oh, because my my father's name was Harold. Harold. Oh, Harold. Yeah, Harry. He was Harry. There's a story my grandmother used to tell about like my mom was like told that my mom was told that she gets like a, a some sort of jewelry if she names a kid after. Oh, my God. Are you the, kidding? So and then so, of course, she named him Harry. And then my mom goes, Bubby, right. I named I named the kid. I named him Harry after, you know, Harry, you know, after, after your husband. Right. And my bubby goes, Harry, what's this? He, his name was. His name was Yiscock. Like, he's right, like, it's right. like a, she fucked up. And so she didn't get, you know, she, she did this all for the jewelry. <laughs> it didn't even work That's out. That's so fucking hilarious. Now, yeah. your father 
did your your father grow up in Newton? Is that correct? My dad's from Newton. What? How did you find this information? Is it all out there? I do some research. <laughs> and where's your mother from? I couldn't find that out. Michigan. She's from Detroit. Southfield. So like she, oh, Southfield. Area. I was going to say yeah. Southfield. Uh, That's a and, town. And they have, um, let me tell you something else. They have uh, a Holocaust museum there. There's a lot of Jewish stuff yeah. there. I, I like my grandfather was like president of the temple there. That like right, right. you know he was like that type of guy. I just got to get um, some Jew bells out right now. There's so a lot of Jew bell play. here. Yeah. All right. So and what are your parents' names? Because that I couldn't find anywhere. Kim and Jerry. Kim is not a Jewish name. She's only Kim, not even a Kimberly. She's just Kim. What is that? Does she have a middle name? I don't know. Yeah, she's got a middle name, Lori. Kim. What Lori? if I fucked up her? It's a, yeah. It's a. What is it's a fuck? weird name. Now that I think about it, it's a weird name. Yeah. I know. I'm telling you yeah. right now, it's not Jewish. <laughs> Kim Laurie. Do you want her uh, social security number? Uh, uh, no. Shut up. And <laughs> what did they do for a living or do they do? Because they're young. So the, my my dad was in family businesses his whole life where, again, Jew, salesman Jews. We, right. He was wholesale liquor, beer, wine. Yes. And I then, had an uncle like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then he and then that ended and then it became nursing homes. Uh-huh. And, he, and he worked. That's another Jewy thing. Yeah. Very Jewy. And then after that, he was just kind of done and um, dabbled a little bit in the medical marijuana world. Um, another, you know, thing. And then um, now he's just there kind of just in, in my mom, you know, housewife, but also like she, my mom was like a personal shopper, you know, early oh, on wow. and like worked at Bloomingdale's, that type of thing. And then like, you know, in and out of helping people with their stores right. and clothing stuff. Um, but now yeah, they're in Boca. Yeah, they're they're like they're like at summer camp. I, I never here's knew the that they'd be that way. They're that that way. Now, did they go to college? Um, they dabbled. I think my mom did a couple years at BU. My dad did maybe a year at BU. Right. Um, or my mom went to an all-girls school. They met at a bar in in Chestnut Hill. So like, you know, they. How old were they? 25 maybe oh that's good married they had me at 27 i think yeah okay what's interesting about your parents they're not overly educated they're successful your father grew up in newton which is like juville of jews juton (laughs) juton and they are i mean if you if people follow you on Insta or or TikTok, whatever the fuck, they are the they're like ninety year old the, Jewish people. They are they are so out of control. Party of two. I can't explain them because it sounds like I'm like lifting Seinfeld. Like right. it sounds like I'm like making this up or I'm thinking like I don't like I I sometimes talk about my parents on stage. I don't want to sound like I. You know, everyone after the show, you should see our family. I don't want to be that person because I. Do you know, you know, I spent how many years, 20, 30, 25 years talking about my mother on stage and everyone. Your mother is just like, oh, my God, right. we have the same mother. We have <laughs> like, oh, my God. No, we don't. I know. I know. And I started now talking about my mom on stage a lot and I get the same thing. And now right. I get like, and that's my mom. I want to talk to you. They all want to talk or, about or it. They'll, and, they'll be like, tell your mother that I yeah, said. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Like the shit people say to comedians after shows. 
and you're like, I just want to get out. I just want to go eat dinner. Like, I don't yeah, want to have I, to talk to you. Meet, meet my cousin, meet my right. aunt. You know, she's just like. You're single? Yeah, you're single. That's, a, yeah. you know, a big thing. And I, you're single, you got to meet her. And I'm like, okay, you're not going to show me one fucking picture. You know, right. <laughs> it's like they, but I, my mom, if anyone has ever met her, like, the, like I, growing up, it was like, oh, you're Kim's son. Like people. Right. Like knew she's right. a character. She had her own, yeah, thing. Like right. she is, and my, you know, my dad's more reserved and kind of laid back. But them together, like it's screaming, I it's know, yelling. I it. it goes from small, it goes from quiet to screaming in right. like in two, two seconds. Se- yeah, it's like a storm just erupted. And, and it's so funny because <laughs> I don't think non-Jews realize they're not mad at each other. No. You know, it's, it's like, it, it, what are you, what are you, what are you, a stupid, and that's just like, but, for a wasp, that's like, you know, <laughs> I, I think that's incorrect. That is exactly, you know what I mean? Actually, totally. I'm not sure that's, that is the correct, you know, and, and it's like, yeah. what are you, a fucking idiot? Yeah. You know. I mean, there's a video up of them fighting over the garage. Yeah. And it's like. It's just so, and, and and again, my grandmother and my grandfather were the same way. Right. Like the way they yelled. Like I remember one time, I we were in Florida, and my grandparents like, like every year new, new house, new development. They, right. you, you, there's always a new house. So right. we're at this house, and my my grandfather a gecko walks through the house like a little lizard. My yeah. grandfather picks it up right away, throws in the disposal, turns it up. My no! grandmother, exactly. My grandmother, I've never seen someone yell at someone like she yelled at him. Like it was like, and and we never like stopped talking alive? about it. Just, it was like his, I don't know what he, came over him to do it, but she went wild. She was oh, like, was- how could you, I'm never using the sink again. Right. Like, you know, it becomes like, like a Everything a moral, is so, yeah, the, so dramatic. So, you sort of had, you describe your child, I've heard you describe your childhood, that you grew up during a uh, economic boom, right? Okay, I don't know, what, yeah, but, that's true. Which is really interesting because you sort of grew up during such a prosperous time, there wasn't social media. No. But you did have like video games and shit like that, right? Because like when I yes. grew up, I mean, when Pong came out, when I was like, you know, 18 years old, it was Mm -hmm. like, oh, my God. It was like just a fucking thing going across the screen. You know, it was ridiculous. Um, Yes. But you grew up during this period of time that I don't think we will ever experience again. And also that at, you know, even saying that is a very different thing. The you see people my age that are disillusioned. You know, right. with what's going on, because, you know, the, my generation is going to be the first one to do financially worse than their parents right. on, you know, on whatever average and numbers, right. you know, whatever. But it's like so you see people like, oh, you grew up. And, and again, it goes back to you grew up in a small town. Nobody had a childhood like you. But then everyone then the Internet comes, you go, oh, everyone's doing this. You know, like it's right. uh, it, it is. Uh, you know, so you don't, you but wonder you like there was, you know, I grew up in what some would think, but there were things going on like the Vietnam War. I remember watching mm-hmm. TV and I mean, I was young, but I remember watching them come home. I remember 
you know, Roe v. Wade. I remember, mm-hmm. I remember when people started using the term Ms. M.S. instead of Mrs. Mm-hmm. Um, and what a big fucking deal it was. Like, uh, this was like a sign of like liberation. I mean, it feels like you're in the nineties. Everyone's wealthy. It wasn't great for the gays, but you know, it was getting better. I mean, Clinton was the first president ever to say the word gay, which was, mm. for us was like, oh my God, he said like we exist. And I feel like there's a, you're a millennial mm-hmm. and there's such a prejudice against millennials. Yeah. And I wonder, before we go back to your childhood, <laughs> yeah. um, like I wonder, is it because you grew up in an entitled time and you didn't have a lot, you weren't like what issues, you know, were going on in the world that you were, you weren't scared, right? No, never. It's interesting. I, I, I think about it a lot just because I'm like, you know, I do think millennials get kind of, you know, bogged down on a little bit. And, and because it, like, even like, you know, everyone's like, oh, you guys got trophies. Like you get trophies, participation trophies. That became a big thing. It's like, yeah, but who bought them for us? We weren't going to the trophy store. You know, like this was all right. of us uh, together. We did we, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I like, have that. Yeah, I talk about that in my app. You talk about like, that. Yeah. So it's like we all did this together. Like, you know, the generation is because of all the generations, not, you know, and then I think also getting the Internet and seeing that that's like becomes like a whole new way to do business and to do to become a worker in this kind of like whole game. Like, and then your parents are saying to you, you know, like my parents go show up with a resume. Like I hear stories about like people becoming writers back in the day in comedy. And you go, I can't listen to that story. It makes me angry because they're like, yeah, I showed up to LA and I handed over a script. They said, you're on the Smothers Brothers. And I go, I go, that's a nice story for you. And I'm, you know, it's, and now they're sitting in like a big, leather chair and with all their, you know, residuals coming in. And it's like the world is changing. You know, you can't, timing is important. And when the world changes, like you can, you can miss things. You can get unlucky. You can get lucky, you know? So it's also though, I mean, I'm a comic who started, you know, with a note, like when you audition for SNL, like you mm. go on at the comic strip or catch or something, they gave you a time slot and that was it whatever happened before you or who went on before you or after you, that was your one shot, you know? Yeah. Like even auditioning for anything, it was like, that's it. It's live mm-hmm. and whatever the fuck, you have no control. You got to go do your shit. And it's true. People would like, I'm going to write, you know, 20 jokes for this this show and I'm going to show up and hand someone that, you know, and it's true. It, or you hung out at the clubs. I mean, we, yes. we had such a bond because we were all hanging out together, trying to get on stage. And and I feel like I miss so much of that. That's a lot of the reason, like, I wanted to do comedy. Like, I, I saw that and I was like, oh, that's so cool, like, to be a part of something. Like, I think it, that's why we get so frustrated when people take a side door into comedy. Like, you know, we can't really be mad at it. Like, like, so the bachelor, the most recent bachelorette, she opened for Whitney Cummings recently. Her, that was her first time ever on stage. She was the bachelorette. 
that annoys the hell out of us, but we can't even say anything about it because we're like, that's the reality. We sound like the bitter asshole if we're like, right, but you know, it's <laughs> right. It's like when Stormy Daniels did stand up. It's totally. like, like these people think I had to but, travel all over alone. That's the thing you gave your right. My, you gave my, your life to it, and these people don't give their lives to it, and you get angry. Like when you're talking about going to the 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 temple in a town like i can't believe you did that like i like i like right i can't believe you were in minneapolis with no phone like no I, phone. I, that, that's the because now i go on the road i'm very much connected to no oh, we world. were not connected i talk about this all the time we i couldn't believe you it. couldn't even use the hotel phone because it was like fifty dollars a phone like that would eat up your whole I have said but this numerous you... times. I, I brought one of my suitcases was a junk drawer. I had books because there was no e-books. I would bring my clarinet. I would bring music. I would try to find a piano. I would most of a lot of the guys went and played golf or went I to movies. I think about this all, all the time. We bonded. Like if you were on the, that's why the, the bond between comics of my generation is so strong because we were, isolated together you know i think about it all the time because i i'm i'm doing the road now i'm 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 away every weekend it is hard but i'm like i got my phone i got my podcast i got my i got i can make a call at any time to someone that like hey i spent an hour on the phone with like my dad you know just chit-chatting yeah. like i can i can i also get dms after shows we loved it we had a great time right. come hang out with us they can tell me where to go where to eat and it's like I can go on Thrillist.com and search Seattle and know everywhere to eat in the town. And I can really like live it up. And it's like, I can't believe. Well, I can't believe you think about it. That makes me so happy because I don't think people appreciate it. Oh, I think about um, it all the time. And it was and especially being a woman, you know, I remember renting a car. I started before I was 25. So I had to couldn't rent a car for a while. But then. I do these college um, blocks mm -hmm. and I, I remember, I can't believe what I drove through these fucking towns, like in West Virginia with the big white cross and, and yeah, and no phone. And I found out later, I think I've, I've also said this on the podcast before, you know, that some of the, some of the female comics had guns, uh, but I didn't come from that culture. And I think back, Oh my God, I'm so lucky that, Nothing ever happened. I mean, I'm gigantic, but you know. No, but you're very lucky. I I think that's another thing. Like I listen. I don't. I've opened. I've opened for Michelle Wolf a lot, and she does the road. Like she's going right. to clubs, and you know the things that I can't. You know, then I look at like her going alone to these places. You know, it's like at least we're friends, and we can go out and right, get coffee. Right. Like. You're going to like Cleveland on your own? Uh, on like, your own. Oh, I went to like, Toledo once. I wanted to fucking kill my. I hate it. I'm going it there in so a couple much. weeks. Oh. <laughs> Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud. The new web hosting plan from Bluehost with 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times. 
your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. When you grew up, right, in this prosperous time, you went to school. It was just, were you popular? Were you, like, was it just? Yeah, I, I was, I was, I, I played sports. I was, I had friends. I'm not, like, you're not I'm definitely the typical the loser comic. Like I like I'm not mad at the world. I Did had you- a great childhood, fun friends that I still keep in contact with. Like I loved going to Needham High. Like I loved the rah-rah nature of Did like a ever- Thanksgiving Day football game. Yeah. Like I love that stuff. Did you ever feel like an outsider? Of course. I think everyone does. I think everyone, you know, like, you know, Needham. Um, first of all, like I I, you know you know, you just always feel like an outsider, no matter what. I don't, I don't think anyone. Oh, there's everyone, people who don't feel like outsiders. You think so? I don't know. Like, like Needham wasn't a Jewish town. Now it is apparently like a, before when I grew up there, there were two areas of Jews right. in the town. The, in my neighborhood was called Hanukkah Heights. And, you know, there was <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Needham was like an Irish Catholic town that was getting, as you say, Boone economy. Now they now people buy houses and need them for a million dollars, knock down the house, make a six million dollar house. Like that's what need them is now. Like when I was there, it's like the beginning of that stuff. Like my neighborhood was a newer neighborhood and then it was not a newer neighborhood. You know, it's like it's a growing town. And like, you know, Newton to me was like where the Jews lived. And we kind of like it's so like. It's, it's weird to talk about now because now I go home. I did shows in Boston. Someone brought their boyfriend. The boyfriend's like, you're from Needham? Whoa, bougie. And I'm like, yeah, no. I, guess, <laughs> I, yeah. I guess it is now. Yeah, I, and, and not to say it wasn't nice before, but it wasn't Wellesley. Right, to me, right. Wellesley was like, whoa, that's a nice town. You know, Needham's like, fine. You know, so it's weird how you see the world differently right. you know again it's small town stuff where you're like i i was like i went to high school i had good friends i played football i i probably thought i was better at sports than i actually was you know i went to jewish camp so i think you know look at I, i'm good against these guys so right, i must be right. a good athlete then you find out you're not and then i went to penn state, penn state big Ten yeah. school you know and then you go there and you know i was just kind of doing the thing i was always told to do i think a lot of people my age like go to college go to college no matter what and, and if you go to college, just check off the box. Just don't, you know, and I think there's a lot of people out there that like they did that and they incurred a lot of debt and they're going, what was right. this all for? There wasn't a job waiting for me that I thought right. there, everything isn't fine. Cause I just went to college. I, I had to do a secondary degree. You know, it's funny because Ben, my son who plays basketball, he got so good at basketball. They wouldn't let him play. He couldn't play in the tournaments because it, um, I'm sure they're like, you can't do this to these the kids. other camps. Yeah. yeah. It was been like, they would have, how old is Harry? Harry's four years younger. So he's 32. Four years younger. And did you go to Hebrew school? Yeah. After school? Went after school, two hours. We went because we had, and I had to go to the conservative temple because my yeah. mom really felt badly that she wasn't, you know, my mom grew up more religious in Michigan 
you know, the temple was their, you know, her family's social, yeah. social life, you know, the, and that I wasn't the case. Like that, when I, yeah. yeah. My dad wasn't like that. My, my dad, they were kind of like, they were, they were nominal, Jew-ish. you know, Jewish. Yeah. Like, but yeah. we did all the holidays, but like, but then he was at the concert. So I, it was important to her conservative temple is where my dad got bar mitzvah. So like my brother and I went there, but it would also meant like after school driving all the way to another town. Right. I would go in my football pads when I was in pop Warner football and I would leave early some days. Right. And um, yeah. And so I went like Tuesdays and Thursdays, Thursdays. and Sundays. Sundays yeah. Yes. yeah oh that was the God. whole deal. And then you got, what was your bar? Did you have a huge bar mitzvah? Yeah. The whole deal. Like, you know, ice tables and shit, you know, so like, oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, you didn't, I it's didn't, I'm, yeah, I'm annoyingly typical, you know, like I and that's something that I'm like very OK with. Um, well, that's but it's, just what's so fascinating about you. <laughs> well, and my, that you're a funny comic. I appreciate but you that. are. There's no like childhood trauma. I mean, I've dealt with weight stuff my whole life, but right. like. I talk about that on stage and right. When, when were you your biggest as a child? Oh, probably Fred, you know, I mean, freshman year of college, I really packed it on. Um, but I was always a bigger guy. Like I was always uncomfortable in my body, you know, always trying, you know, you know, like just Jewish houses, like everyone's trying to lose 10 pounds their whole life. Right. You know, so like that's kind of the and my dad has weight issues growing up and he deals with that stuff. And like, so it's just everyone, it, right. it, a constant conversation. Is but it's yeah. eating, But also wanting to be healthy. Like it's like a weird thing. Right. It's like, you know, I definitely have body stuff because I'm mm-hmm. fucking I was yeah, I was six feet at 13. Like it was hell, you know. Yeah. Um, did you get teased at all? I I have, but like to Nothing call it trauma, like I just know, like my mom, oh, my whole life, she would always say, you're so sensitive. You're so right. sensitive. And I was like, I don't think it's sensitive. I just notice. I'm telling you, I just notice. And I'm not mad or happy about it. I'm just noticing something peculiar. About, right. About <laughs> Whatever it is. But she would always say, you're so sensitive. You're so sensitive. Right. I'm like, I don't. And I was like, I'm just saying. You know, like I, she was like, you look so much into everything. I'm like, that's just, that's, I don't know. Right. What about Harry? Was he ever um, fat? Harry, a little bit, but no. Harry, like he's pretty regimented. He's way more um, serious about things than I am. Like he, he, you know, I'm the lazy one. I'm always, I can never not be lazy to my family. Like I, right. I, 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 that would be my advice to my like former, like, if I could go in a time machine, I'd tell myself, just like clean your room once, be less right. lazy than your brother. Right. So you wouldn't get called lazy at every, that wouldn't but, be the thing. But were you lazy or just preoccupied with something else? It's definitely laziness, but like, right. I just, I just don't care. You right. know, if I don't care about something, you know, I'm not, I'm I'm not the same I, way. I'm the same. I'm not lazy about stand up. You know, like right. when it, when it's, when I want something, I get it. So do you think you're a D D D D D D D D I never was diagnosed with anything. I told okay. like annoyingly typical. Like I, I ne- never had, like, I'm just very much the center of the bell you. curve right. on so many things. All right. All right. So you go to Penn state, which your parents must've been thrilled. No, it's a great school. 
good school. Well, it's Penn State, not Penn. I so know some, it's still a good school. Well, well, I'm just saying because sometimes I can tell when someone thinks Penn State is Penn because right. they go, "Whoa, very smart," and I just go, "You're right." And I just yeah, like, right. let them think that. So, um, Penn State. My mom hated it because you couldn't fly there; they'd have to drive there, and she thought the drive was like she hated driving with my dad there. Right. It was always raining there; she couldn't stand it. She really wanted me to go to Michigan, where my grandfather went. Oh, and that would have been good. I didn't get in there. My brother got in there. It's so the like University that, of Michigan. Yes. You such a good school. school. Yeah. Such a good school. So I didn't get in there. So like my mom always had that where she was right. like, I don't know why you're out there in Pennsylvania, you know, as if Ann Arbor is just this like metropolis. Right. Um, right. Yeah. I, I went because it was big 10 football. Like it, it, it's, you know, again, going back to my generation, the 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 idea that we went to school for the experience, the college experience. Right, I was right. that person like yeah. where like the like, what are you studying? I'd be like, I don't know. I'll figure it out when I get there. I want right. to go, you know, drink beer and watch football. Right. And that sounds so stupid now. But that is a big there's a large group of people that are a lot like me in that sense right. where it's like go for the college experience. So right. I, I agree did that. with that, though. I think it is yeah. a growing up thing. It's a growing up thing. So you go and you join a frat. Yes. Which which frat? Beta Theta Pi, which is, so it was like the waspy fraternity. There's like the Jewish fraternity and and then then there's like Beta Sig and like, but Penn State has a huge Greek life. So I had camp friends that were in two different fraternities and they kind of like brought me in to be like, you should check this place out. Which and ones were they in? Henry was in Sammy. So, so Sammy was part of like the group of the Jews, fun yeah. Jews, you know, and then there was Delta Sig. That was like right. the other half Jewish house. And then Beta was like this known as like the pop collar, you know, yeah. house. And and I, for whatever reason, I joined that one. I And I just enjoyed it. It was also like on campus. So it was like right by the bus stop again, laziness. And right. then um, uh, I, I, you know, I like that the group of guys and there were very, you know, they reminded me of my high school friends. So I was like, right. okay, look, let's, and again, need them. Like my high school friends, Irish Catholic. That, that was like, a, right. you know, so like I wasn't, I didn't feel out of place as much right. as maybe someone maybe from Newton might, you know, that right. went to Newton South. Did Harry join a frat when he went to Michigan? So ha- Harry went to Michigan and he's a really good lacrosse player. So he played lacrosse, but also joined a fraternity. And at the time, the lacrosse team at Michigan was club, but they really took it seriously. Right. And he, so he did the club thing. They won, like, they never lost a game. Like they were like wow. crazy good. And then he ended up going to grad school at St. John's so he could play D1. He wanted to play D1 lacrosse. So he ended up getting going to grad school and moving to New York and playing there for a year. So, but he, he was like lacrosse. T- is he the total favorite? Um, I don't know. I, I think uh, maybe. I don't know. I think we're we're pretty well, good. Comedy, like, yeah, the comedy thing definitely. When you're successful at comedy stand up mm. in, in the Jewish household, that can. It's interesting how that kind of worked out because in the beginning, when I told my parents I'm going to do it, my dad saw it again, business Jew. He's like, oh, this is, oh, you're making, you want to be one of the guys on 30 Rock sitting around the table. I was like, yeah, tomorrow I'm going to knock on the door. They're going to let me in. But he was like, I, he saw it as a, as an entrepreneurial endeavor, as crazy as that sounds. But I basically, I, I kind of explained to them, I was like, 
I don't know what it's going to be, but I need to kind of itch this. I need to di- scratch this thing, itch. Yeah. Scratch this itch. And so he got it because he kind of saw that I was like, going to like, I, you know, I'm going to treat it like a job. My mom did not get it at all. She was just like, why would you do this to yourself? Like she and I think moms, if I could speak for moms, but maybe you can please disagree with me. But it's I think you want easy answers that you did a good job as a mom. Like, I think my mom wants to just say finance. He's OK. Well, you know, yeah, like, but that is that is easy. It's like. <laughs> But it's boring too. Like it's I, boring. <laughs> I, th- I, but I'm not a normal type of. I'm totally. Like, you know. Thank you so much for listening to part one of Kill Me Now with one of my favorite Jews, Jared Fried. Kill Me Now is produced by Laura Vogel, edited by Colin Schmeling. This podcast would not be possible without the help and dedication and loyalty. Oh, I just screamed that. Sorry. Loyalty of Brittany Joe. Sowards. Now, please, I, I was just talking to a friend who said, oh, I've subscribed, but I, and I'm like, did you leave a review? And she said, no, please leave a review because then other people find it and then I get more advertisers and then I can stay on longer. You know what I mean? Not longer, not have a longer podcast, but you know what I mean? So please subscribe five stars, five stars for the review. Okay. Hanukkah, oh, Hanukkah is coming up and you're gonna buy my book for everyone. Yes, you are. Oh, yes. Please buy my book for Hanukkah. If you, if you love comedy, it's a great book. Okay. So buy it and give it as a gift. It's a books are the best gift. Okay. Also, we're doing a live Kill Me Now at the 92nd Street Y with the one and only Colin Quinn on December 2nd. So you can get your tickets for that Thursday, December 2nd at 7.30 p.m. Online or in-person tickets are available at the 92nd Street Y. It's at Buttonweiser Hall. You can go to judygold.com and get those tickets. My old friend, Colin Quinn, who I can't wait to talk to. Probably not going to use the bell that much, but who knows? Who knows? Also, get your booster Get your kids vaxxed, wear a mask. If you're on a plane, double mask. Yell at people for not covering their fucking noses. Yeah, that's it. And go to my website, judygold.com, because I'm going to be in Florida. I'm going to Aruba. There's a lot going on, and you need to come see me live. And that's it. So there you go. Uh, It would mean a lot to me if you would check everything out. Uh, Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at judygold, J-E-W-D-Y-G-O-L-D, because I'm Jewish. Yeah. Hey. Um, And that's it. Thank you. Thank you. I can't believe you're still listening to this. I love you for still listening to this. Also, uh, I'm not enjoying the cold weather. I'm just letting you know that I'm not enjoying the cold weather. I am getting old and I like it warm. Uh, Speaking of which, I have to go eat dinner now. So thank you again so much for listening. I love all of you. Thank you for the support. Tell all your friends. And as we always say... So long. Don't forget to tune in next week to Just Kill Me Now. Um, or, it's just kill me. Oh. Don't forget to turn uh, for part two on Just Kill Me. No, it's not. It's <laughs> just, just kill me. Now. No, Judy Gold's Just Kill Me. Just kill me now. Just kill me now. <laughs>